Welcome with Bronwyn Sparra, CEO and founder of Force Therapeutics, Thanks. one of the original health transformers, been yeah. with us since the beginning at Startup Health. How are you? I'm doing great. Good to be so, here. So what's the update with Force and how are you doing? Well, um, Force is a very exciting place to be right now. Um, we've certainly seen um, a huge growth spurt in the past year and a half or two years, I'd say. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with the readiness of the industry um, and the acceptance that digital health is the future. Um, and I think that combined with where we are as a company, which is you know, a fully developed platform that's deployed. We have a lot of data underneath us, which helps to support our value proposition and also um, gives us kind of the, the gravitas to talk to large enterprise healthcare organizations. Um, so give the audience a, a quick um overview of what your platform is and who it serves. Sure. So FORCE is an episode of care management platform that connects patients to providers um, throughout an episode of care. So we typically get involved with a patient preoperatively, prepare them for surgery, and then guide them through their full recovery with prescriptive care plans. Um, and for us, the care plans can be exercises if they're getting rehab, education, um, and a lot of monitoring. So we take multiple data sets of patient-generated health data, as well as outcomes, patient satisfaction, and feed that all back to the care team in real time so that they have visibility into their patient's progress and can take action as appropriate. I remember years ago, um, it was just educating the market, uh, you know, why would providers need a solution like this? Uh, would patients even have the, the screens to be able to use these, uh, to use your solution in their home? All those things have gone away. Everybody has screens, everybody has iPads. Um, people are used to um, connecting with their providers in, in this way, and it's a great service for the providers to interact with their patients. Absolutely, and not only um, are the providers now um, welcoming these kind of technologies, but they're also almost mandated to use them by the government and payers. And you know, they're now more and more as we shift from fee-for-service to fee-for-value, uh, provider organizations have to actually provide quality metrics. And so as a platform, you know, our core um, access is, is patient engagement, um, but the kind of byproducts of that are all of these rich quality metrics and data points along the way, um, as well as the patient experience, which is so enhanced by having a platform like ours. Um, but you mentioned access, and I think that's interesting. We recently pulled data on about 23,000 patients that have used our platform in the past year. Um, and we're able to show that the 80 to 89-year-old age group uses technology exactly the same amount as the 40 to 49-year-old age group. Incredible. So there's this incredible level, leveling effect. They might use it slightly differently. Um, you know, a lot of our platform um, is 
around delivering um, video-based content. Mm -hmm. um, and so the older patients tend to watch the videos more, whereas the younger patients who have a shorter attention span will log in and send a quick message or review their to-do list for the day. Um, but the 80 to 89-year-olds are power users on our platform, which is really an interesting That's shift. really interesting. Are there other big trends or things that have stood out um, that are maybe different now than four or five years ago? De definitely, and a lot from the provider side as well. I think um, in the beginning when we started, we had a few very innovative systems that chose to use us because they saw healthcare technology as the future of delivering care, like the Rothman Institute um, and NYU Medical Center, who are very innovative. But as we've moved on through um, our pipeline, now the systems are realizing not only do, are they incentivized to use it by payer models, but it's actually enhancing their own experience and their own engagement as a provider in their patient's care. Um, and making their workflow easier. You know, all providers are incredibly busy. Right. And at first they look at technology as just another thing to do. Um, and now it's come around to the fact that we need technology to help us streamline our workflow. And as we um, increase our kind of scale and scope, how could we do that without technology? You know, the other solution is adding people. And that's becoming less of an option today. Um, mm. So I think the embracing of technology from the provider side has been a big sea change that we're seeing now. So you're at the stage where you're really scaling uh, your, your business, which is very exciting. Um, what are some of the big lessons learned for, for you as a CEO of a growing, growing company um, and you know, maybe things that you've learned over the last few years of your journey of being a, an entrepreneur. I, I like to call you a doctorpreneur because you, you're a health professional who became a CEO and founder of a company. Yeah. What have you learned? Starting a digital health company is difficult. There are a lot of barriers that one wouldn't have predicted. Mm -hmm. um, but if you are kind of if you stick to your vision and your mission and you have a strong vision and mission that you truly believe in, I think anything's achievable. And you've been consistent from day one. Yeah, from day one. We've had a few little shifts in go-to-market strategy, but the mission has been the same. Um, we have always believed that patients need tools to help them recover in the home and that uh, making patients successful in their home environment is, is the best thing we can do for patients. And I found this in my own practice, and that's kind of the genesis of why we started FORCE in the first place. Um, but one of the big learnings, I think, is, you know, as an entrepreneur starting in a new space and almost defining a space in an industry, um, you can be very alone. And for me, the learning as I look back over the past five years is the importance of team. Um, and it's about choosing the right people, um, growing with those people, um, and developing a relationship of trust because you can't do this alone. It's too big, it's too hard, and it really requires a lot of different 
um, you know, series of eyes, you know, a lot of people looking at the problem to solve it. Mm -hmm. And so I think the most important thing um, as an entrepreneur building a business is to take care and time. Um, finding your team, growing your team, nurturing your team. Um, and that's really what I think has helped this company become what it is today, which is, you know, very, um, uh, you know, market leader in, in delivering care to patients. How much of your time is focused on internal development, meaning building and growing that team versus as a CEO, external where you're growing your business, you're getting new customers, raising capital. What's the balance for you? Um, you know, it varies according to the phase of the company. When we're raising capital, I spend more of my time doing that. Um, but, you know, the past year has been a great time because I've been able to focus on growing the business externally and also growing the people internally. I'd say I spend about 60% of my time on growth and development of our existing staff, recruiting, hiring, making sure we have the right people in the house. and. Um, making sure that everybody has a career path and a direction forward, mm -hmm. um, that everybody feels that they are important to the company, which they are, and that they have a personal growth plan that fits in with the company's growth plan. Um, so I spend a lot of my mental energy making sure that that's happening um, and then getting the right people in the door. And you know, not only A players, but people that will fit with our existing culture. Um, and so, you know, I think that's been um, a really rewarding part of my job, I would say, um, seeing that kind of take on a life of its own and understanding what our culture is about and what kind of people work within that culture. What's your experience been being a, a woman founder in this industry? Personally, I haven't had any situations where I felt um, that I was undermined because I'm a woman. Um, I actually think that um, women bring a softer side to technology um, and that may be a gender thing or it may be just somebody who comes from a clinical background who's spent most of their life caring for patients. Um, but I do think that more women in tech is a good thing. And how about being a clinician how has that um, played? You, you sort of mentioned it, but have, has that been very helpful during your journey of, of building a company in this sector? I think it's um, one of our most differentiating factors in the space. Understanding the patient experience by living it is probably palpable in our platform. I hope it is. Um, and so whenever we're trying to solve a problem, and we have a lot of clinicians now on our team, um, we kind of go in a room and say, well, picture a patient and see, think about what, how they would have responded to this thing. Um, and that's a lot of how we make decisions, you know, who are our main stakeholders and how will they respond to this? Um, so I think having a clinical undercurrent in the platform is very powerful. Mm -hmm. And I think patients feel it, you know, and I, in a sales process, I think it gives providers, we, you know, we're selling into CMOs a lot of the time or surgeons that are head of a service line, 
it's it's helpful to be able to talk the talk. And where do you see things going just with this trend of home care or care wherever the patient is? What's your outlook over the, the next five years? We've published a lot of research that looks at outcomes in the home. And the outcomes and the patient satisfaction is consistently higher than patients who go to a facility. So, um, so it's actually not even an opinion, it's actual research-based evidence, yeah. So there's no doubt in my mind that as much as possible, care will be pushed into the home. And I think it's our responsibility to make sure that that care is delivered responsibly and effectively. And the only way that we can do that and know that we're doing that is to continually monitor outcomes. Um, and it's all kinds of outcomes. You know, what patient's goals are may be completely different to what the surgeon's goals are for that patient. Mm -hmm. And so taking that into consideration is very important. Um, and really supporting the patient towards that goal. Um, so nine times out of 10 patients want to be in the home, they're just afraid. And so if we can set their expectations and reduce their anxiety and be that virtual hand that they hold, um, I think that we're doing a great service to patients and to the industry as a whole. Last question, I always like to ask this of, of entrepreneurs, what do you do to stay healthy during your journey of, of building, it's high stress, hard work. How do you stay healthy? Well, <laughs> um, it ebbs and flows depending on how much time I have for myself. But I think um, it is important to have an outlet, whether it's working out or spending time with your family. Um, you have to build it in and make it a priority. And sometimes when it slips, I think it's important to have somebody else who's saying, you know, um, you seem like you're really stressed out, so <laughs> let's figure out a way to get around that. So you need a partner, partner yes, in crime. partner in crime is very important. Well, Bronwyn, thank you for everything that you do to sort of bring us all into the future. Um, hopefully keep us all in our homes where we all want to be um, when we're cared for. And um, thank you for your vision as well. You were one of the early health transformers, and it's been great to have you part of the Startup Health family for really since the beginning. Yeah, it's been a great journey, I have to say. Who knew we'd be here today, right? Exactly, exactly. How far we've come.